Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Caussade, Book 3, Chapter 1, Section 3, Self-Contempt, The Third Trial, Interior Humiliations, Continued. Let us then endure without annoyance the humiliations entailed on us in our own eyes and in the eyes of others by what shows outwardly in our lives. Or rather, let us conceal ourselves behind these outward appearances and enjoy God, who is all ours. Let us profit by this apparent failure, by these requirements, by this caretaking and the necessity of constant nourishment and of comfort, of our ill success, of the contempt of others, of these fears, uncertainties, troubles, etc., to find all our wealth and happiness in God, who, by these means, gives himself entirely to us as our only good. God wishes to be ours in a poor way, without all those accessories of sanctity which make others to be admired. And this is because God would have himself to be the sole food of our souls, the only object of our desires. We are so weak that if we displayed the virtues of zeal, almsgiving, poverty, and austerity, we should make them subjects for vainglory. But as it is, everything is disagreeable in order that God may be our whole sanctification, our whole support, so that the world despises us and leaves us to enjoy our treasure in peace. God desires to be the principle of all that is holy in us, and therefore what depends on ourselves and on our act of fidelity is very small and appears quite contrary to sanctity. There cannot be anything great in us in the sight of God except our passive endurance. Therefore, let us think of it no more. Let us leave the care of our sanctification to God, who knows well how to effect it. It all depends on the watchful care and particular operation of divine providence and is accomplished in a great measure without our knowledge, and even in a way that is unexpected and disagreeable to us. Let us fulfill peacefully the little duties of our active fidelity without aspiring to those that are greater. Because God does not give himself to us by reason of our own efforts. We shall become saints of God, of his grace, and of his special providence. He knows what rank to give us. Let us leave it to him. And without forming to ourselves false ideas, empty systems of sanctity, let us content ourselves with loving him unceasingly and in pursuing with simplicity the path he has marked out for us, where all is so mean and paltry in our eyes and in the estimation of the world. 
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Therese of Lisieux once said something like this. It's not my great desire to die for Jesus, to be a martyr, that pleases God. But the acceptance of my littleness, my willingness to do whatever he wants, she said those words or something like them to another sister. And that's very much what Father de Cossade's talking about here. What pleases God most is our passive acceptance of his will. It's our willingness to depend on him. It's our acceptance that if we become holy, it's not in the first place our efforts that made that possible. It's his grace. It's his special providence. Do we have to be faithful? Yes. Is active fidelity required to our little duties? Absolutely. We're not going to become saints if we're not doing the duties of our state and life and if we're not following his inspirations. But the full path to holiness requires the passage into this state of abandonment in which we allow God with his chisel and his hammer, with all the things that he's doing to shape us, to lead us to switch the analogy along this dark path. And in so doing, we become what he wants us to become. We walk along the path he wants us to walk so that he will be glorified. And this third trial that we're undergoing, this trial of our own self-contempt, the trial of seeming to be of little importance to ourselves, the trial of thinking we're not doing very much, the trial of having all these little needs that we wish we didn't have, but we seem to be unable to live without. That we have these requirements that seem humbling, that seem to make us abject, not holy. And this is also part of his will. That if we accept these things that we can't change, as part of his plan, so that even in our own eyes we don't appear great, then we're doing something very good. And why would God want us to appear not great in our own eyes? So that he can appear great. So that we're not relying on ourselves. And so that we can enjoy him. We can be detached from ourselves and realize that it's not in myself that my happiness consists, but in him. And we can spend our time 
forgotten by the world, even forgotten by ourselves. We can spend our time loving him, enjoying him, allowing him to take care of us. For truly, we are in his hands. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.